New beginnings are always great and exciting, and especially for myself and the team. When it comes to this audio form content, we're always looking for new ways to lend a voice to important topics that could use some exploration and perspectives. So for this very first episode of Talk To Me, we decided to tackle a topic relating to genders and explore this question. Why don't men talk about real struggles? I was joined in the studio by Sashi Kanapati, who's a colleague, mentor, and friend of mine, as well as Andrea Chu, a chili putty who is striving to find ways how she can really help society better our mental health. Now, the discussion was really thick and fast, where we first try to dissect and understand why there are differences between men and women, how they emote, process, and express. Uh, is it more society-bound, history, or biochemistry? Well, surprise, surprise, the three of us had different perspectives and didn't agree. But history shot us on a tangent of picking apart generational changes and how that could have affected how men and women process differently. But ultimately, the three of us were left with this thought and this question. Could it be less about trying to force an equal ground and to get men to talk more? Or could it be more of accepting there are always going to be differences and how we can work best with these differences? Have a listen. Welcome now, everybody, to talk to me. And uh, well, we've got two people here with me, right? Um, I know this is our first episode and everything. So those of y'all who are seeing us on YouTube, via the cameras, so just to set the stage of what's going on here in the studio. You see, I don't know if that camera is picking it up, but Sashi is over here. That's going to be a bit of an inception situation right now because there's two Sashis in the room. That's Sashi, the producer guy. And there's Sashi here, who is the guy who is the host, not the host, sorry, one of the guests, one of the guests with us today. Uh, you will see him again, but Sashi, maybe you want to introduce yourself because this is the first episode and everything. Sure. Um, I'm Sashi. I'm from Leadernomics. Um, I head up the digital team and I'm very pleased to be here as wow. your first <laughs> guest. Wow. This, this is supposed to be the episode. <laughs> He's so proper. He's so proper, everybody. So anybody who wants someone proper? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But yes, Sashi is here, but we also have another person here with us, Andrea. Maybe you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yes. Should I go improper? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> okay, so I'm Andrea Chu. Um, what shall I say? Shall I say that I'm from Leadromics too? If you, you want just to. did. You just did. Yes, <laughs> smart. So I'm from Leadromics. I'm doing marketing. But I think on more of a personal side, you can check me out on here, Andrea Out. And that's where my content is as well. Yeah. So, so what's that? Here, Andrea. Here, Andrea Out is basically my um, sort of platform for me to express myself in okay. whether song, music, creative stuff, anything. And I call myself a creative expressionist. So anything that I express myself in creativity, all that content goes. Is that there. a website? A blog it's actually site? on Instagram. It's on Instagram. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, it registered in my head as you express yourself creatively instead of you express yourself with creativity. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a random thought that goes through my head whenever someone says something. But thanks, Andrea. But uh, the format that we have here with this particular uh, podcast, it's, it's conversation. So everyone's going to hear our point of view. Hmm. Doesn't mean it's wrong or right. It's just a point of view mm. on something. But maybe before we get into the conversation topic of today, it's the first time having you both here. We're probably going to see you guys here again. But this year, though, 
this year, 2020. It is coming to an end, but I've got to ask, really, how's it been for both of y'all? You're like, I know I have conversations with y'all otherwise, but uh, yeah. I'd like to hear Andrea. <laughs> okay. Why okay, don't, Sashi, why, why don't you express yourself creatively? <laughs> oh my God, this year. No, I'm just not going to go into a drama expression, but I think there's good and bad. Okay. Of course, as much as I say, oh my God, it sucks so bad. At the same time, there's so many things and opportunities to learn. Right. And also a lot of realizations. I think that's one thing I realized okay. is that there is so many things that you can realize during a pandemic mm-hmm. that you don't usually realize on the normal, non-pandemic world. Like, so yeah. Like what? Like what did you realize? Things like you appreciate a lot more, especially family. Uh-huh. The fact that I can't go home and see my parents, mm. I appreciate them more. Like I used to go back. Um, I'm from Taiping. Okay. So when I go back, I'll be like, oh, I'm going back because I want to see my cat. I want to have wantan me. Right. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, I never go this. like. I love I want that city. <laughs> Yeah, I love that city. I, I've, I've been there a few <laughs> times, and every time I go back there, it's it's calm. It's, Is it though? <laughs> I mean, to you, to you. Depends. <laughs> to like, me. I, it's always different when people visit I and think people so. stay there. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but to me, it is especially. I know people oversell it, but that is this little beauty about the whole Lake Garden thing and how big that whole place is. Like yes. that entire Lake Garden piece. Yeah. I know recently they've they've been like eating into the the forest mm. area with the, like a lot of development. Yeah, right? yeah. So they are developing like a lot of like apartments and stuff as well. Okay. But even on the Lake Gardens, they are trying to make certain certain pieces to be commercial but because of the people have been um, rejecting it they've right. been fighting with the council and all right. that so that's on pause and okay. on minimal level so like okay. certain food shops and all that they still have it okay. but it's very tightly controlled oh, yeah. and unfortunately because people don't like that okay. they boycott the business and it's dead oh wow oh wow yeah so downsides to something so. okay okay so when was the last <laughs> you went back wow when was the last that went? before before MCO heat I guess before the pandemic like the first MCO that we had in March or like... Yes, the very first one in March. Oh, so, so you've not been back since March? No. Wow. So I think the okay. last time I was there was in February. Okay. Yeah. So you haven't seen your parents since then? Oh, no. So my, my, dad, my dad came down with okay, my mom. Right. So that's okay. Right. Okay. right. That's good. <coughs> but in Excuse recent me. times, you have not? Nope. Okay. Okay. So I guess in your view, it's that whole appreciation of things that you can't do as usually anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What about you? Oh, crazier. Um, but so I think we got to like, you know, maybe differentiate two categories of people as well, right? And just, just in case everyone wants to know, like Sashi is a very like process driven. Yeah, framework. Framework. He's I, already I'm starting with this yeah. categories, but go ahead. Yeah. Two categories. I, I'm very logical. Right? So as I break things oh, down. Oh, uh, that's, that's the one thing I'm, I'm worried about because uh, Andrea, I'm warning you. As we get into the conversation, he's going to outlogic us. I'm going to try to <laughs> outlogic us. <laughs> going to try to outlogic no, us. No, no, no. Um, so I think there are a certain group of people who have been affected devastatingly by the right. pandemic, right? right? I'm talking about people who have lost their jobs and have no income. Right. People who have lost loved ones. Mm. So if, if you consider them, right? I mean, right. this is just the most awful year, right? And right. There's, you really can't come back from this year. Right. Um, because it's losses that you just can't come back from. Right. And there's another group of people who I think are affected. Okay. Can't visit family, mm. pay cuts, mm. business challenges, mm. uh, mobility issues, mm. especially if you're a very social mm. person, mm. you know, you can't go out mm. and mm. appreciate things. Mm. I think for all those people, mm. it, it's not 
adversely affected to the point that you can't recover. Yeah. But I think you can, if you really change your mindset, there are opportunities. Right. There are things that we had an opportunity to do and mm. learn this mm. year mm. that we wouldn't have done it without the impetus. Right, right, right. Um, so, so there are opportunities as well, which I agree with Andrea. So. Right, right. But, you know, I want to caveat that for some people, <laughs> Yeah. You know, this year, just you can't come back from it. Okay, okay. Uh, do I get a like a state to not of say course. it and all that? Oh, okay. So I have to say it as well. I asked the question. <laughs> I've got to answer my own questions. What's going on? No, but I guess for me, it's um, I agree with both of y'all in some sense. Like um, with Sashi of that whole categorization thing of how different <laughs> people um, sort of have a, a different experience of how this whole thing is, and I think like for myself especially. It's been very odd. If that's the word I can use, very odd. I can't even say it's been a horrible year. I can't say it's been a good year either. Because there's a mix of both of it. But for some odd reason, I can't reconcile that with myself. Yeah. I can't. I just, it really feels odd. Like, there's an empty space called 2020. <laughs> and things happen in 2020. There's a lot of things that happen. If, if I take moments to sit back and just look at it, yes, it's amazing exactly like some things that Sashi said uh, being at the heart of things that changed like it had to change if it didn't change we wouldn't survive or uh, what we're doing right now and by the way for everyone listening we are sitting inside the Leadronomics studio and we are part of Leadronomics so if we didn't do what we did we wouldn't be here right now mm. but then there's the whole part where I'm stuck at home working from home I prefer not to do that I actually prefer coming out of into spaces and then that whole discovery towards myself of, I know I'm an introvert, which I need my own space, but at the same time, I can't be alone. Yeah. Mm. So this year has just been a blank, odd year for me. Yeah. That's, that's a way to, to put it. But I'm going to come back to this a little while because I, I asked this question because I just wanted to test you both, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, did we pass? <laughs> <laughs> I tested you both because I just wanted to see how each one of y'all answered this question okay. and that kind of that kind of proved a little point for the the topic that we have today Sashi are you in trouble <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm too logical apparently <laughs> okay <laughs> no no it's not not the logical thing though, but it's just a very different way and how yeah, both of y'all answered this, yeah. this question right it, it's the same question it is the same question mm-hmm. that both answered very differently and so that brings us to the topic for this particular talk to me episode one Right, but before I lead into the topic, I gotta, I gotta get the elephant out of the room. But I uh, address the elephant in the room, and I don't mean this the wrong way, Andrea. I'm sorry. I'm gonna ask you the question. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> don't don't take it as a pun or a pun intended. Nothing like that. Okay, but okay. I'm gonna ask you this question. Okay. Right? You've got two men sitting in the room with you right now. <laughs> sorry, three, three, three. Yeah. Not forgetting Sashi, producer Sashi here, who is right now trying to put a device contraption to record us with, I don't know, something. But <laughs> you got three men in the room, and I'm sorry to say it's three Indian men as well. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> See, I, three, I didn't even pick that up. <laughs> it's, 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 it's three Indian men in the room. One is bald. Yeah. And it cannot get any more stereotypical for this particular topic. It cannot. Mm. It just you couldn't write a script for this. And the topic is actually a question. Mm. I want to ask you, I want to ask you this first question, right? In your view, why? why? Why do you think, why do you think men struggle to talk about problems 
really struggle to talk about things that they have a hard time with? I think the biggest thing that I can remember or rather I have an opinion about very strongly is basically how society has shaped them. Okay. And I'm not going to say upbringing alone because right. I don't believe that just being brought up in a certain way, you can live that way all your life. Okay. But it's the fact that there is constant reinforcements in society okay. to sort of um, put men in a box. Right. To say that, okay, if you're going to talk about real struggles mm. and all that, you're going to be defined as non-masculine. That's mm. one. Okay. Or that you are your credibility sort of diminishes because you share about things that you're facing problems okay. with. Right. Like, let me give you an example, right? Sure. So my dad and all that, he don't talk about his real struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Because simply because if we are, he's going to tell us children about, oh, it's very hard for me to provide for you. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for me to give you some financial aid, you know? Mm-hmm. He will never say that. He'll say, I, I will find the way. I will find the way. Mm-hmm. You know, he will always say that. And mm-hmm. when I ask him, why can't you just be honest with us and say, this is the situation? Mm-hmm. Then he say, then how, how am I going to call myself a father? Instantly, right. that, that just becomes his answer. Mm. Mm. So yeah, let that sink in for a bit because I think that's a, the biggest realization I had when I was thinking about this. Sinking, 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 sinking. 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 Don't, don't sink all the way to the bottom okay. yet. But but where did it come from though? Like you, you mentioned a few things over mm. there, right? Um, that society shaped it, yep. right? Um, it is this whole nature of being macho, if mm. anything. Uh, like a man has got to be this. Like how am I going to be a father if I talk about my problems? Where mm. did that expression come from where did that that thought come from like why do people have to view men as being macho I think there's two right one is of course media we always blame the media for everything yeah. okay <laughs> you know media does this media shows this right. you consume that then you have social learning and you learn certain things okay. that's it right but I think another underlying thing that we don't usually talk about especially in Asian culture mm-hmm. is tradition mm. okay so things that are taught from your grandfather to your father to mm. you and to your son mm. and all of that, mm. it's a cycle that continues mm. simply because men did that a long time ago. Right. Which is, of course, be a breadwinner, you know, provide. Uh, don't talk about anything that is emotional. Just mm. go and provide and find money for your family. Make mm. sure there's food on the mm. table. There's so many pressure and expectations on the men mm. that's been set because of how society was structured that way a okay. long time ago. Okay. So these are two things right. and um, it just conveys down and people who do not realize it and break that cycle right. continues teaching that. And I see this a lot on, on, like a, on a daily basis, right? Okay. I like to, okay, so this is a weird thing about me. I like to observe people a lot. I have to go in public spaces. So you're, you're like one of those grassy nose <laughs> sitting down oh, no. just watching no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you here. Like one of my favorite things is like airport before yeah, a flight. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, like we've cafe, got two stalkers like... in the studio <laughs> and you see in the corner Self, of a cafe Sashi and Andrea sitting down just watching. Yeah. And then we'll like come owls. down and write notes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. My, my wife will hit me and say, stop staring, stop staring. <laughs> I will hit myself. Good on stop yeah, and, and it's it's true. I, I like to observe like human behavior mm. and how things just form when people are not realizing people are watching them. Okay. It's a very interesting phenomena for me. Right. And so I see this a lot with people with kids, especially. Mm. I love seeing how people deal with children. Okay. And unfortunately, even not just men teaching them, like I say, you know, grandfathers mm. to fathers mm. to mm. to sons and down with mm. forth. It's Mother. everybody else. It's the mother, it's the sister, it's anybody. Mm. I'm not saying that everybody's like that, 
But I'm saying that it's not limited to that gender. Right. Right. It's not limited to that specific sex. Anybody in that society that has been brought up that way and right. they see somebody else being taught that way continues that cycle, unfortunately. Right. right. It, yeah. It's it's really interesting you're saying that. And and you just I'm sorry, you just opened a can of worms because that's like a, f- a few <laughs> things like floating floating in my head yeah. at the moment. Like when you said about that whole watching, you know, parents with kids, like I I've got a two year old. Mm. So you just made me think about how my I am handling my two year old. Yeah. And I'm mm. remembering back what I went through. Like my two year old cries. He cries. Yeah. He definitely cries. But me and my wife are trying to stop him from simply crying. Mm. Not because he's a boy, but more of we keep on telling him, if you cry, you're going to spoil your own day. Because mm. if you cry, you're going to make somebody else upset. Mm. Um, people will just want to move away from you or leave you in the corner mm. and let you just, you know, not cool down. Just cool down before you even react to anybody else. So we tell him, don't cry because of that. Mm. But then I, I vaguely remember this, like when I'm growing up, my mother and my father are telling me like, why are you crying? You're a boy. You shouldn't mm. be crying. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I vaguely remember that happening. So yep. I, I think to, to kind of take off on that, right? It's it's not just crying. I think crying is the most common emotion we associate, yeah, yeah. right? With, mm. with why men don't cry, maybe, mm. right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's every other emotion. It's every mm. other strong emotion, mm. right? Yeah. Mm. And, and so back to crying, like, for example, what we should say to kids is not don't cry, mm. not don't emote, mm. but help them handle the emotion. Yeah. Because yeah. what right. we often wind up telling people is don't have the emotion. Right. Correct. Which is completely you're right, you're unnatural. Right. You're right, you're right, you can right. tell people not to have right. the emotion all you right. want, but all yeah. you're doing is suppressing it because yeah. the human brain is still going to have the emotion. Yeah. Right? Mm. And the, the biochemistry is still going to kick in. Yeah. yeah. You're still going to have the emotion, but mm. now I'm like, I can't express it. You know, I'm going <laughs> to hold it in. But actually, what you should be teaching people is how to healthily deal with that emotion. Right. Yeah. So that it doesn't hurt yourself right. or others. Right. Like, mm-hmm. for example, so it doesn't ruin your day. Yeah. So, how do you healthily handle the emotion? Yeah. But we don't do that as a society, as you're right, and it's passed down, right? Yeah. We just say, don't have the emotion. Whatever the emotion is, don't have it. It's true. And, and one of, I can share with you an example that just happened like less than three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I was with somebody's nephew and um, we were in this house and mm-hmm. there's this dog that is uh, quite intimidating, mm-hmm. but the dog is very manipulative. It only haunts of people who are scared of him. Right. So this boy is of course scared. He's young. Yeah. He's like yeah. less than five years old. Right. And he's just like, he's screaming because he's like, oh my God, the dog is coming after me. Mm. And it's fear, right? Mm. We're talking about the emotion of fear. Correct. And exactly. everybody is telling him, don't be afraid, stand up to the dog, you know, mm. um, don't cry, you know, stand there. Rich. And I'm just like, how can you say someone who's afraid, don't be afraid, stand mm. there and mm. fight your fears? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's five years old, even mm. us like above 20s, yeah. we, we struggle with that, mm. right? Mm. And eventually, I, I watched it go as long as the day right. went. And eventually I sat down with the child and said that it's okay to be afraid. Mm. You know, there are certain ways that we can learn to overcome the fear. Mm. And I just hugged him because mm. I felt like he was so afraid and nobody mm. even held his hand, hugged him, protected him, nothing of that, simply right. because he was a boy. Right. When the other girl who was about seven mm. did the same thing, mm. everybody was just... Protecting her. Yeah, protecting her. Oh, come here, you know, mm. don't be afraid, come here. Mm. You know, It's the same connotation of don't be afraid, mm. but the action is different. Mm. Yeah. And for me, that is very unfair. And that's how things start. It's just a seed Gender stereotypes, right? It yeah. starts there. Mm. Correct. And and it, interesting that you said that because I was doing some like, yes, I did some research before I came. This again. <laughs> yeah. I know it's supposed to be a conversation. <laughs> but a little bit of research there which sort of points to two things that you guys brought up, like the biochemistry component and also the, the societal component mm. thing. 
and very interesting you said that. I was about to ask you, like, how would you have reacted instead? Mm. Because honestly, it never crossed my mind. Like, if a dog's running towards a kid, I wouldn't tell, okay, I wouldn't tell the kid, don't be afraid. Mm. I'd probably stand in front of the kid. Mm. Yeah. But I wouldn't hug the kid and, like, tell him it's okay to be afraid. Just give him a hug, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, Sashi, if you would naturally emote in that manner as well. Uh, no, I, I would... So, so I think you, you got to deal with kids differently than yeah. adults, right? So I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable dealing with adults. I'll, I'll be very honest, right? <laughs> um, I, with kids, I'm more like fun play, like, but... Um, okay, sure. Let, yeah, no, but but, but let me, I think yeah. from that point, but actually the, the psychology is the same. The psychology is remove the immediate threat so that the person has time to, pro- to mm. process. Because mm. if the threat's in front of you, if, you, mm. if you're afraid of something, right? Mm. If you have a phobia mm. and that threat's in front of you, forget it. There's nothing else that's yeah. going to work, mm. right? The biochemistry kicks in. That's something mm. that'll that's work. That's 100%. Yeah. So remove that threat mm. first and then let that person process and right. then give them a secure base to then approach that threat in a safe way. Right. Mm. right? And the word is secure base. I'm mm. borrowing that from Judge Cole Rizzer's mm. adult mm. psychology. But, mm. um, but secure base, this means that the person must be comfortable enough Mm. to then re-engage with that threat, right? Mm. right? And that's the safe way to handle fear. Right. And that's true whether you're a kid or you're an adult, but right. to tell the person, don't be afraid, mm-hmm. like Andrea said, mm. it makes no sense. Right. Yeah, and, and so how do we do that as adults better so that that person then can grow up having healthy relationship with their emotions? Because I think uh, maybe we want to, I want to call out that phrase, right? Is I don't know that men don't emote. Right. Because it kind of implies that by the question, right? Um, again, I'm going to logic the crap out of this. Am I allowed to say crap? Am I allowed to say crap? You're allowed to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I think the, the steps I would say is that, number one, do they have emotions? Okay. Number two, do they know they have emotions? Right. Number three, do they want to show the emotion? Right. Number four, do they know how to show the emotion? Okay. Mm. So if I break it down into men and emotions... See, he's breaking it down again. I would break it down into those four, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. So number one, first question to answer is, do men have emotions? Definitely. Exactly. Right? Definitely. <laughs> so, so then the problem is elsewhere, right? right. Because I think... Um, I mean, there could be some biological things that you want to talk about, yeah. but you can't argue the fact that we all have emotions. Yeah. So number two is, do they know they have emotions? Okay. Now... I think it's a yes and a no kind of thing. Like, they know that they've got emotions, but maybe they don't know what emotions. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's the situation. Yeah. What do you think, Andrea? I think it depends. Okay. So, some men that I know, they know their emotions, but they choose not to... Hello, I do not have emotions. Well, but, but, like, but, but, yeah. wait, so, so that's wait, moving wait. up, right? So the one, two, three, four, right? So yes. they're now at... They're stuck at three. Yes. Right? But let me ask this question, like, before you go on, Andrea. Like, mm. even for any of us, right? Do we actually know, like, in a situation, do we actually know and pinpoint and say that I am happy? No, I you, think you just yeah. emo- emotions are emotions yeah. are really complex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as much as we say there's basic emotions yeah. and all that, most of the time emotions are a mixture. Okay. And sometimes it's very hard to for us to sit down mm. and break down those mixtures mm-hmm. and say that okay, in this three in one nest cafe, there's sugar, there's this and that, mm. right? It's the same with emotions mm. and people who are. Um, I wouldn't say lacking, but have not practiced self-awareness enough, right. will not be able to break it down. Okay, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and it's a practice. It's, it's like a muscle. You have so to, something you have intentional to you yes, got to do. Yes, yes. Right. And, and, and that's the part where, like she said, practice is a muscle, right? Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done that all through your childhood, mm-hmm. and suddenly as an adult, right, you have this strong emotion sometimes, yeah. right? I don't even know it's an emotion. Right. I'm just acting out of instinct and like, you know, right. things. I don't even know it's caused by that emotion. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
And, and so that's why from the beginning, I think we should help people identify an emotion. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. really important. Mm. And then, um, and again, this is going back to psychology, it's not just identify the broad emotion, mm. but the smaller emotion. Like mm. if I'm angry, mm. that's too broad. Yeah. Actually, it's because I'm hungry. <laughs> or actually, it's because it's I'm... Angry. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or maybe I'm angry because I am uh, hurt. Yeah. Okay. Somebody insulted me. Right. So mm-hmm. to being able to identify it is mm-hmm. a big, big step already. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. Which I think is a gap. But on that note, when you, you, we're talking about emotions, emotions are... And I'm, I'm a firm believer of this. I don't know about you two. Mm. And do disagree if you feel so. I'm a firm... I disagree. <laughs> oh, sorry. You haven't done it. Okay, sorry. Too okay, early. guys. Podcast <laughs> is over. I'm out. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I get it. But... I'm a firm believer that emotions are more chemical than mental. I'm a firm believer of that. Mm. It's more chemical than mental. Because, all right, um, I agree with what you both said just now where it's not that men don't emote, mm. right? Um, actually, it's, research has been done and shows that both men and women feel emotions the same way. They do. Uh, sometimes men even more than women apparently mm-hmm. but apparently it's the way that it's expressed is very different and the reason for that is because of the different chemical makeups in our body mm. like those hormones that are in us those are actually sort of that reagent that gives the brain the signal that this is how you're supposed to act this is what you're supposed to do mm. and we know that our biology is different so for women when they react they tend to react more, I wouldn't say more through to the emotion, but they, they are able to express it. They are able to express mm. it more. Mm. And because their hormones are made for nurturing. Mm. Oh my God, did I just go on a stereotype there? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Yeah. But for men, but for men, the hormones are made more for physical use. And physical use, maybe from our animal, animalistic nature, is whether it's hunting, protecting, those kind of things. So maybe nurturing or nurturing kind of expressions are not really very important. Instead, anger, aggression, those kind of things. And that then forms this problem where how do you express those nurturing emotions for men? They kind of don't Mm. get it because the chemical, Mm. chemical triggers are not there. I'm going to disagree. Again. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to disagree too. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, I want to hear this. Okay. So I think, um, so there are different mm. differences in biology and chemistry yeah. and hormones, right? But I think you are um, talking about nurturing. Okay. And I think that's a different topic. Right. Because I think expressing emotions doesn't have to be just the emotion of nurture. Right. Right. You can even just make it very simple. Mm. Anger mm-hmm. or, or anything, mm. right? Sadness. Mm. Right. So which is very far from nurture, mm. right? So I think it applies to even those emotions. So mm. that's why I don't want to go down that road right. of hormones and right. nurture and nature. And I think um, a lot of it, right, if mm. we go down this path, it's a lot of it is is about gender identity. Mm. Right. And which I think in today's day and age, I think of course you know, the human body's gonna evolve, people's right. identities are evolving, right. and so mm. gender identities are evolving. Mm. And I think that's actually gonna help. Mm-hmm. break down a lot, a lot of the stereotypes mm-hmm. yeah. because previously you know my mm-hmm. father my grandfather mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. male had a certain type of role mm-hmm. it's a role mm-hmm. yep. it's a it's a societal role that they had to play it's right. like a job. and so the everything else supports that role right mm-hmm. um, a male had to fight or flight mm-hmm. right they mm-hmm. didn't have an option of don't act and just Freeze. feel mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just historically down the road, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's been passed down. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you break these societal roles for men mm-hmm. and women, mm-hmm. I think the hormone question then becomes mute because mm-hmm. I think it's not just nurture in, nat- in nature, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's, can we just be free to express ourselves without feeling weak in our intended role? Right. For example, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of men, if they earn less than their wives, mm. right, would feel something. Definitely. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and that's, that's just archaic societal yeah. roles, right? Which is today, I think, more and more broken down. And I think then it just changes but, how we but feel. It's interesting. Think about that. Like, I, I'd say I've asked myself the question before. Like, what if my wife earned mm. more than me? Yeah. Logically, I've got no issues. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem. But something did suddenly just trigger in me that I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I have no idea why. Because, it's, I mean, logically, it's, it makes sense. If she's doing well, she should be earning more. But why do I feel the way I feel? Deep cultural programming. Yep. Maybe. Deep. Maybe. I, I mean, think there's also this understanding. So I, I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. of um, how humans can evolve. Okay. Right? And I do agree that at a certain extent that chemicals play a huge part. Yeah. But we know about like brain rewiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we mm-hmm. learn about neural pathways being mm-hmm. formed again because mm-hmm. of how the society is shaping them or mm-hmm. intense kind of uh, variables playing a part. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, right? Mm-hmm. So if let's say, like for example, because of gender fluidity, we see this a lot. Right. Like, I have friends who are from the LGBTQ yeah. society right. and they were straight, homosexual, very strong, very machoistic men. And when they had a gender identity crisis, they mm. went through this whole transformation and right. they didn't get any like a hormone injections or anything, mm. nothing of that. Mm. It was just more of, this is who I am and this is what I want to be exposed to mm. and this is what I'm going to do because I believe that I'm this kind of person. Mm. And you see that eventually they've learned a lot of things that the chemical part of triggers, like you mentioned, mm. no longer plays an effect on them. Like, it doesn't even appear. Are you sure, though? To a certain extent, like, based on yeah. the friends that I have, yes. Because gender identity is, yeah. again, a whole different topic. Because yes, yes. I- I'll take this example, where... Mm. Think of the Roman Greco times, mm. right? Um, and I'm thinking of, of very specific... Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say civilization, because they're part of the Greek civilization. Mm. The Spartans. Right, the Spartans and even the Greeks. Yeah, this whole gender identity thing was very loose. Was very very loose, um, and mostly people say gender identity is okay. Your sexuality, mm. right? But especially for the Spartans, it is extremely loose. Where men develop this bond, it's beyond just sexuality. They develop this bond with each other, especially when they go into their um, their, their training camps and all that. And women also develop this bond and this position in society which is not not sort of uh, gender defined it is not gender defined it's just role defined mm. based on certain things that they do but that didn't take away how they reacted to things that didn't take away how they emoted to things mm-hmm. it is shown that they still emoted the same way like men still had certain issues and yeah. certain ways of not being able to express themselves and women could but they kind of worked into it so I think this whole gender question may be a, something else altogether yeah, yeah something else altogether I think but, but there's a point there I mean maybe maybe do you see a difference like among your friends I do I do yeah. um, I think it's also for me 
I'm going to bring in another variable, mm. which is generation. Generation. Mm. Yes. Okay. So if I were to bring myself 20 years back to my parents' era, mm. there is no possibility for them to have gender fluidity. At least not okay. in the open. Right. And that's how it is shaped, right? Based on the chemicals that they have and all that, they don't have a chance. And that's why you don't really see them expressing certain things. Well, your parents, how old are they? My parents are around 60. 60. Hmm. 60 would have been... Their early adulthood would have been the same... The 60s era, right? 60s, 70s? Hmm. Yes, I think so. 70s, about that. Hmm. 70s. It's very curious. Like, I hear... I'm saying this is because... We hear this a lot with like our parents' generation, that kind of thing. Maybe Sashi was going to pull this generational thing a bit further back because we're not going to say his age. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but we keep on saying that our parents' generation, they didn't have gender fluidity. But this whole modern movement of gender fluidity started during that 60s era. Yep. Right, with psychedelics coming in, in, in mm. um, the LGBTQ community as well. But... Why? Why do we... If that's where the progenesis is, why didn't they express it or why didn't they feel it the same way that we're feeling it? Because it takes time. I, I, yeah, I, I also think we're off track. Right. Because I think, mm. I think that is a question of freedoms. Right. It's a question of societal pressure. Right. Uh, being able to overcome that. Right. There's a lot of uh, laws. Right. There's a lot of you know, hard work that had to go to mm. overcome things, right? Mm. Just like, you know, women being able to vote mm. or, you know, any other, what the other mm. rights that have been involved mm. over time. Right? Mm. So I think it's different. Mm. But I then it, it still comes down to this point, norms. Norms, yeah. Mm. If it's not normalized then, exactly. it's not going to work. And but that, because now it's open, yeah, you can see that there's a change. And that's actually what I think the point was with the men and emotions, right? Mm. It's a question of what was norms Mm -hmm. and what is norms today. Now, so let me pose this question. Do you think uh, men are more comfortable expressing emotions today Mm -hmm. than 10, 20 years ago? Hmm. Depends on what emotions you're talking about. Yeah, I'd say that as well. Depends on what emotions. But Is there some emotions that they are more comfortable expressing? Definitely. Yes. Is there emotions that they're less comfortable expressing? Definitely. Such as? But and and even then, it's this the same set of emotions. Like, mm. take it sixties, seventies, even mm. all the way back back into the past in BC eras and all that. That common emotion that men are very comfortable expressing is stoicness, like facing fear of that fight and flight kind of thing. Um, unfortunately, anger, mm. yep. an anger based reaction, whether it's a challenge based uh, emotion. Yep. Or to some level, I wouldn't call it an emotion, but I call it a, a combination of emotion. Mm. Mm. The need to be confident because of what a role that a man has to play, mm. right? Those still are the most natural ones that we observe even now. Mm. That emotion of just empathetically caring, like example, uh, that the early example that we just uh, spoke about, two things. One is that kid that you uh, you brought up, like how you thought about hugging the kid mm. versus 
when I was thinking about that, I was thinking of standing in front of the kid to protect him away from that. Okay, context, I did that first. Yeah. Then when everything was chill. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, but you know, even after that, I wouldn't have thought of following through with that. I would have just, okay, are you alright? Are you good? Stoic, confident, versus thinking about how that kid is feeling yeah. and trying to comfort that kid. So, yes, I'm able to express yeah. more. I'm not afraid to express it, but maybe still the natural emotions or natural way of expressing is still the same. I'm going to go back. I'm going to disagree with you on this as well. All right. Um, I think in that example, yeah. it was actually about teaching the kid to emote. Right. It wasn't about your emotion. Right. So what you're talking about is a logical self because mm. you saw a threat, you took action mm. on the threat. Mm. It has nothing to do with emotions mm. because you didn't actually have an emotion. Right. Right? So it wasn't a problem with mm. you emoting. Mm. And she just being a little bit more yeah. nurturing with kids, okay. that's more of a personality thing. Right. That's, that, that's about both of you. Right. Mm. But I think when we talked about the example, it was about how to get kids mm. to be comfortable having fear. Right. Right? Mm. And so it's about when you deal with that person so that that person can grow up later right. to express yeah. emotions. Okay. Then let me, let me take that first example that yeah. I kind of tested you both on. When I asked that question, like yeah. how this year has been yeah. for the both of y'all, right? Both of y'all reacted differently, hmm. right? One, you spoke about yourself. Yeah, personal. How you felt yeah. about things. Mm. Sashi, you logic the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you logic that that whole thing. You spoke yeah. about two categories of things yeah. of that we have to consider. Yeah. You never said how you felt. Yeah, so I'm not saying that I'm involved. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, no, no, but going back, going no, back no. to that question. Yeah, right? to, yeah, back to the same point, right? So, so for me, um, I'll, I'll give you the same example. Mm. So I grew up mm. being told not to emote. Okay. Right. I am. I am a case study, right, of that. <laughs> so, you know, words like, and not even parents. Mm. Parents are one thing. Mm. Grandparents, cousins. That's mm. that's a whole different mm. kind of worms, right? Mm. Of like um, role identity mm. as mm. as a man and things mm. like that. But even friends, mm. right? Yeah. Be a man. That, that phrase. Expression, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. When you when you yeah. when you're about to cry. Yeah. Be a man. Right. Okay. Don't right. be a beep. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So you cannot say the word <laughs> to make this family friendly as much as possible. So, <laughs> what do those teach you, right, as you're growing up? Even from peers, mm. right? You want to yeah. stand up and you want to portray a certain mm. image. Mm. So, as a man, you're 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 taught mm. you're gonna either fight or flight. Mm. I'm not gonna emote. Mm. I'm just gonna take action, mm. right? But but over time, mm. I, I want to say I've evolved a bit, right? Mm. Um, but I haven't evolved to the point that I'm gonna express emotions out in public, right? Mm. Right? right. So the only time I'm I'm comfortable with my emotions, I know what my emotions are. Mm. Um, I know how to identify them. Right. I know how to handle them. The only person I'd be comfortable is with my wife. Right. To openly express my emotions. Right. Mm. Right. Otherwise, I'm very reserved. Even then, even then, let me ask that question because um, in this room, let me check. Okay, only the two of us are married. <laughs> right. Unless both of y'all have something yeah. hidden Secret away, stashed away somewhere. <laughs> yeah. right? no, 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 no. 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 Okay. So. I ask this question because I feel it as well. Like, being married, especially interactions with my wife, yeah. there are times I stop myself from emoting yeah. because I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm the husband. Um, sure, my wife may be having a very tough day uh, or she may be, because of that, being very unreasonable. Yeah. I'm not saying she's unreasonable, but she could. But if I were to express myself, it's not going to solve the problem. And I know that I can hold it in. That thought, I know that I can hold it in. Even yeah. though I'm feeling so upset about mm. what has transpired, I hold it in. And then it becomes a habit that I keep on doing. Mm. Okay. 
So I think the problem is when it becomes a habit. Right. So back to, we agree everybody has emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. You're able to identify the emotion. Right. But it's your choice whether you want to Mm. emote now, Mm. later, Mm. in what way you want to emote. Mm. So that I think is very powerful. I think Mm. that's a good thing. Mm. I think that's good for everyone, whether male, female, right. doesn't matter, right? right? You should be able to choose how you want to emote. Right. Mm. Right. At some point, I want to be angry because I want to show anger, right. Right? right? But I also should know what's a healthy way to show anger right. and not punch a wall or you know something like right. that. There are healthy ways to right. do it. So I think that's the part that we need to get to as, as people, okay. yeah. not men or women. Okay. Yeah. But I think if you're at the point where you can identify and, and choose, I'm not going to express it now, that's great. Right. To me, that's a good thing. Right. Mm. That doesn't mean men don't emote. Right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. even for women, I think a lot of women also do that. They choose, okay. right? Sometimes they're pissed off at their husbands, you know, for not taking out the trash, but they're like, okay, I'm going to hold it in mm. until later. You know? But but it's a very interesting thing, bro. So so I, I grew up with uh, a lot of boys. So okay. I I grew up with the idea that I am masculine. So I, I mm. consider myself very fluid in that sense. And when these things happen, like, it's okay for men to not express and control it. Mm-hmm. But if I were to withhold, like I say, I don't want to talk about it now, you know, mm. let me cool off. Mm. I'll come the reverse back. problem. Mm. And then they'll be like, no, you must tell me what hap- what's happening. Mm. And I'm like, what? Is it because I'm a female? Because right. I'm a, a woman that right. I usually... That's know. interesting, yeah. Right. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. Mm. This is not right. Mm. You know, we should have that choice. Mm. Yeah. It's the same. But mm. because people have been used to it, mm. they expect us to react. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they are like, oh, if men don't react, it's fine. They can I, I, I think it it's out. a little bit of that whole, yeah, you expect that of women, and also that uh, I call this new age thinking a little bit, where, <laughs> ew, if you have a problem, you've got to talk about it right mm, now. Yeah. Versus, there's the time and place. Correct. Right? Yeah. It, you don't necessarily have to deal with it here now. You do have to deal with it, but maybe some people need a bit more time before they, they talk about things. And, and, and that might also be sort of adding onto this whole pressure of, why are not men doing that? But maybe that's just a different way of processing. Mm. Maybe yeah. they want to take some time. And even women can do that same thing. Women could say like, look, I may be too emotional mm. at this point in time. Let me cool off first and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It could potentially be that. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think the, the that advice, I think yeah. applies to men and women. Yeah. Mm. I think both men and women need to learn how to learn deal how with to. It. Control <laughs> emotions, right? Yeah, um, that applies across the right. board. But I think where men are weaker is that they can't even identify the emotion they're having. Right, they just go from emotion to reaction, right? They don't, they don't even know. Like, but boom, that's that's the flight and uh, fight yeah. and flight thing. Yeah, right? because they've been taught to take yeah. action, right? I've been yeah. taught like you know, do something. Yeah, yeah. be a man. We're taking, taking some time and just understanding it before doing something about it. Um, probably we'll talk about one more point before we sort of got to wrap this up as well. Something you talked about generations, which mm. is interesting, because I was just thinking about um, the study I was reading, and off the mic, the study I was reading just before it got on, where mm. there is a real clear difference between what they call Western society or the Western side yeah. of the hemisphere versus the Eastern side of the hemisphere. How societal expectations are a little mm. different. Mm. And we just said it just now, where Asian culture it is, okay, if you're a boy, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're a girl, you've got this mm. set of things that you got to do. And I wouldn't say that wasn't there in the Western society. It just evolved a little differently, mm. right? It evolved a little differently and it started changing. Where now we see both men and women not, I would say, expressing more. It's just they're expressing and understanding that they express differently. Mm. Just coming to that understanding and mm. accepting that. And it is permeating 
towards this as well. But what I want to ask is, like how we've got sort of three age groups in here. Do like, we? <laughs> in a way, in a way. Nigesh thinks he's much younger than me, so. Okay. <laughs> you guys got the camera on, you can see, right? Uh, you you oh, be the judge. Oh, oh. You be the judge. Ah. <laughs> but, okay, so we say that it takes time for generations, right? Generations to actually accept any sort of change that is coming through. Mm. Like, maybe Sashi, from your point of view, like, when you were growing up, what was the point of view? Was it, yeah, there's this whole separate men-women kind of thing. Was there, did you feel any change? And, or is it something that was really recent right now? Yeah, so I think it's, it's really recent right, right now. I mean, I'll give you all male role models mm. in my family mm. were cut from the same cloth. Okay. Right, which is macho, very stereotypical mm. male mm. roles, um, behaviors, mm. and things like that. Mm. Um, and and I'm just going to use them as, as a case study. Right? Okay. And, and because, you know, for me, it's not fair to compare me to them. Mm. I think everybody has their own experiences and right. exposures. Right. I grew up differently. I grew right. up in a different time. Right. I grew up where I didn't have to, you know, worry about putting food on the table. Mm. They did. Mm. Right? So there was very different times. Right? Mm. So let's just use them. Now... I have seen them mm -hmm. over time mm -hmm. mellow down right. mm -hmm. uh, in the way they are mm -hmm. and the way they act. Um, I have seen a particular member of my family mm -hmm. who has been the, you know, just absolute typical zero emotions, right. all facts, mm -hmm. figures, mm -hmm. all about, you know, plans and mm -hmm. actions and getting, mm -hmm. helping the family survive. You know, right. it's about putting food on the table, safety, right. all of that. Right. But over time, mm. some bad things happen. Mm. And when the emotions, you know, at that point when emotions happen, they can still control it with mm. their logic and with their, mm. you know, roles. Mm. But over time, when something bad happens, mm. the emotion breaks them. Right. Because there is nothing they can do to control it. They've always felt that they had control mm. over mm. things that they do. Mm. And so whenever they had emotions, they had something to do right. to overcome it. Right. But that's not always the case, right? right. Life happens. Right. Mm. And right. then you feel the emotion that you don't know what to do, and then right. it explodes. Mm. And that's really bad. Mm. And I've seen that. Mm. But at the same time, I've also seen them grow up. And I think the exposure, times are changing, culture is changing, society is mm. changing, mm. gender roles are changing. Mm. They see that. Mm. They have their grandson, granddaughter. Mm. They see things are changing. Mm. So they're also mellowing. Mm. So mm. I think there is a difference. But I think over time as society, we're evolving. Mm. Yeah. We're allowing people to move. Mm. Um, just in the workplace, think about it, right? right. Uh, like leader right? Mm. Where I hope everybody finds this a safe zone. Mm. People mm. feel comfortable emoting, mm. right? Um, so workplaces are changing, family right. situations are changing. Right. So I think we're headed in the right direction. Okay. Um, yeah. So so I think the conclusion to me is that men do emote. Right. Uh, they sometimes don't know that they're emoting. <laughs> <laughs> I think if somebody, people could just stop and just you know identify okay. it, would be better. Okay. Andrea, what about you? What was the question again? Well, <laughs> the whole generational thing, right? So mm. when you were growing up until now, was it for you a norm that? There is this understanding that you can emote, right? Mm. Whether you're men, women, or was there still that very distinct cultural delineation? So I think my case is a bit complicated. Right. So I think because I grew up like, okay, 
backstory. Ding, ding, ding. So, my parents wanted a boy. Yeah. And here I am, <laughs> not a boy. Okay. But because of that, like, they told me that mm. they wanted a boy. Mm. It just went into my head as a kid as, okay, I'll try to be a bit more boyish. For mm. Wow, okay. Okay, I don't know what happened when I was five, but yeah, it, it just came into my okay. head. And eventually, when I hit primary school, mm. I started becoming more boyish. Mm. I started adapting a lot of values that were taught to my so-called brothers from a different mother. <laughs> like okay. my friends. Right. Things like, you know, being brave, play sports, mm. take charge, mm. be a leader, mm. um, speak your mind, right. and all these things. Right. And there is a certain expectation still because they expect me to be emotional. They mm. expect me to do what females do, mm. nurture, take care of them, right. be nice to them, right. those kind of things. Right. But when I show the opposite, mm. they, they react. Because they're like, that's not normal. Mm. And this is what we don't accept because you are a female. Right. So I think that in generation, even then, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, it's mm. the same. Teachers would tell me like, that's not how girls act. Right. Right. Um, you should let the boy take charge right, right. and I'm like wow. uh, hold up please mm. <laughs> what <laughs> you okay. know and, and it was very aware it was very aware about it mm. and that's that's when I started you know understanding that there are certain expectations that have been set on me mm. even if the generation is peers my mm. peers mm. same generation mm. and they are they are either brought up by single mothers mm. they don't have a role model in the male sort of thing mm. but yet they still have a certain expectation of me just because I'm female right so as much as I agree that generations change, mm. I think it's depending on that circle of people that influence that specific person right. at that time. Right. Because if I had my parents who tell me that I cannot do this because I'm a girl, mm. I wouldn't be like this now. I would right. be more subdued mm. <laughs> in a way. Mm. I won't really speak my mind mm. and I will react a bit more when it comes to times of crisis. Yeah. But because I told myself, no, I do not want to be this. I want to learn certain things that I see as masculine and right. I resonate with that. Right. Not because, okay, I need to, yeah, when I was younger, I'll be like, oh no, I need to top that boy, you know, I'm going mm. mm, mm. to be the best person ever mm. and that, at that change in high school because I realized that, mm. actually no, I like that about me mm. simply because that's me. Right. You're comfortable. Yeah. Mm. And up till now, I still have guy friends who are my age and around that similar age, right. they still have a certain expectation of me. Okay. And just to top up, you know, like you said, maybe it's not generational, right? I just think about cartoons, right? <laughs> cartoon stereotypes, right? Like, uh, I grew up watching, I don't know, Popeye. Yeah, I did too. Right? Yeah. So Me too. <laughs> olive oil always had the emotions, yeah. right? Mm. And Popeye had to jump in and save the day, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, even go back, not from cartoons, like popular TV shows like mm. A-Team mm. or, you know, mm. whatever. The guy had to take action versus yeah. the girl was in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, had Dems all these... Distress damsel in distress. in distress, yeah. strong emotion. All this is deep cultural programming right. that we just have to break. Right. I think it's it's happening because if you if you and maybe we're trying to find that equilibrium because uh, if anything, if you look at the generation that's coming after us, right? I think there was a little bit of pushing too far to one corner, and we keep on talking about this whole equal equality thing yeah. where um, men and women should be equal. And I know that's a whole different topic, but even when it comes to these kind of things, um, expressing your emotions, expressing who you are, expressing uh, thoughts that you have, mm. that was first this thought of equality. But I think the concept is, is wrong. It shouldn't be equality. It should be equity because yeah. we have to accept that we will express it differently. We will work 
mm. very differently. Mm. And I, that's what I'm gathering from what we're talking about as well. It's, it's, it's not a case of, even I guess it makes the topic a bit moot, where it's not, why don't men talk about real struggles? It's actually men just express it differently. Women just express it differently. Right? And it's accepting that these are two ways that they do it. And how can we find ways to just live with that? Right, and and you, you see even in uh, in media, right, where maybe the early two thousands was a heavy, heavy, heavy push, heavy, heavy, heavy push towards, okay, we need more women heroes, we need more women mm. spokespeople, more women leaders, that kind of thing. But I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to see that shift where okay, it's not about the gender anymore. Yep. It's about people just being people. Yeah, like men are going to be men, women are going to be women. Uh, we are biologically also made differently. So there are advantages. Why should we not take those advantages, right? Yeah. Uh, but why shouldn't we not also leverage those advantages? Mm. But that being said, yeah. I don't agree fully yeah. to that. Okay. Uh, no, Just still have... has to dis- disagree before we end. Yeah. Okay, sure. sure. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> because I think, like, for my, my own principle is this. It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman. You have serotonin, dopamine, X, Y, Z, whatever, yeah. differently. Testosterone, whatever. Testosterone, yeah. estrogen, yeah. Yes, all of that, yeah. right? For me, it's as simple as if you're in a generation that has vast knowledge mm. and you are exposed mm. like way more than the mm. generations before, mm. you then have a responsibility to make a choice. Mm. And it's not about... It, 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 ignorance is something that is very still very big today. Like mm. people still think that, oh, men is A, women is B. Yeah. But it's the fact that saying that, okay, actually, they might act differently. Mm. But as me, what do I want to do? Yeah, right. If let's say, if let's say I'm, I'm male, right? right? And I realize, oh no, I've been brought up like this. Mm. And there's another whole new world out there mm. that women experience. And if for me, if I identify with certain things that women do like express mm. um, differently. Mm. And I choose, okay, I think that is a good way for me to express myself. Yeah, right. I should choose it. And okay. then own it, right? right. Yeah. So I want to add a word there. So let me talk about equality, equity, right? Yeah. So the word that, that keeps coming to my mind mm. is individuality. Mm. Individuality. We should respect right. individuality, which is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Regardless of whether or what your yeah. hormonal balance is. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's your individuality. Mm. And the thing is, we need to allow individuals to express themselves right. as themselves. Right. Um, I think the problem has become over time mm-hmm. is that because of the gender-based roles, mm. yeah we're not allowing some people to express and some other right. people to express. But if we right. just break all those and just say, right. even as individuals, right. just express yourself as an individual. Right. And then the, the key thing is to me, just first of all, know that you have an emotion mm. and then express it healthily. Right. And as an individual, we've all had different experiences, mm. exposures. As men, you have different experiences, exposures. As, you know, as an Indian, you have different experiences. Mm. As an Asian, you have a different experience. Right. And that all has programmed us to you know, say what's mm. okay and what's not okay. Mm. But I think what the message here is that mm. We all agree that emotions are good mm-hmm. and that we should know mm-hmm. that we can emote right? and we should just learn how to do help so, so I have a follow-up question to that. <laughs> Nikesh is shaking wow. his head. Mm. Let's go, let's go. I mean, I'm good with this. <laughs> so the question is, mm. there are a lot of people out there who say that it is not healthy for men to not talk about their struggles. What mm. do you think about that? Uh, sorry, say that again. It's not healthy for men. To not talk about their struggles. Right. I... Okay, my point of view is back to that whole choice thing again, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that whole equality, equity thing again. If that's what that person's choice is, I guess we got to trust that person, right? 
if that's what they feel is the best thing for themselves, mm. you just got to let them do it. Because right. if, I don't know, the feeling is, if someone has chosen that, I don't want to express it right now. I don't. I, I just don't feel comfortable doing it. Like, I, I can imagine my own father, right? My own father. If I go and tell him that, <laughs> look, Pop, just let it out. If you want to cry, cry. He's not going to do it. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. And I think <laughs> if that's the case, sure. Let them be what they want to be. But if they feel that there's some value in what's being said and they want to try, great. If they see full value in it and they want to go ahead and do it, great. I think that's going back to that point that you just mentioned. Individuality. Individual, individuality. Mm. If you want to make that choice, make that choice. If you don't want to do it. Mm. I, I, I know where that advice comes from. And that advice comes from the fact that we've had this problem with men not emoting. Mm. And I think that advice is good with that context mm. because like for men who don't understand their emotions mm. and they don't express it, it's going to blow up. Mm. Yeah. So that's where that advice comes from. You know, you should really talk about it before you blow up. Mm. Like I said, I've had that example of people <laughs> not talking, talking, talking and then mm. just blows up. Right? Right. So that's good advice. But I also agree with Nigesh mm. and where, hey, I agree with you. That's a, that was a first for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> why, do you, why do you look so shocked? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also agree with Nigesh because I think if, if, if we get past those problems, mm. then yes, different people have different ways of handling it. So you mm. shouldn't force everyone to talk. Mm. Like for me, I, I, I wouldn't want to talk, but I'm not also unhealthy in my mm. relationship with my emotions. Mm. But for people who have unhealthy relationships with their emotions, I can understand that that advice is good advice. Yeah. So I have another follow-up question. So you know the first two levels of identifying emotions right. and uh, what's the other one? Before that, knowing to, no, having emotions, right? Yeah. That's clear. The other mm. second one is the most important. Identifying those emotions. Do you mm. think that we as humans, not men or women, can identify emotions without talking about it? Hmm. Yes. I kind of do agree with it as well. Because I think, I think okay. if anything, um, even prehistorically, right? Language came later. Language came a lot later. So what was the first way that we communicated with each other? It is through our expressions. Whether it is very blatant, visible expression or even micro expressions. Those things that we pick up and we don't really know what are those things, right? So I would say, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Okay, so that is expression-based, right? Right. What we see. Yeah. But as the person, would you know what you're feeling if you don't if you, will you be able to identify it mm-hmm. if you don't sort of cross-check with somebody else? The reason why I said yes is because you asked, can we? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I say yes, can. Yeah. But is it easy? No. Mm. Um, because I think as you get older... No, but I think if, if you have enough... Early on, I think you really need to talk to people. You need to explore your emotions. You need mm. to identify your emotions. Because sometimes you don't know and you'll be wrong, mm. right? But, but as, you, as you get more comfortable with your own emotions and you understand it and you see the triggers and you, and you know what it feels like and mm. you know what you do, I think more and more it becomes self-awareness uh, kicks in mm-hmm. and you don't really need to talk about right. it. Mm. You, you actually know already. Right. Um, so you can, but you need practice and then, yeah, it's not easy. Right? Yeah. Um, the, the reason I kind of said kinder is because I, I made that point early on where we're not good at identifying our emotions. We're not. We're, we know the feeling, we have a feeling and we express that feeling. Mm. But to say what that feeling is, yeah. I think that's where, as human beings, yeah. whether men or women, we are just not built to yeah. 
say what exactly it is. I mean, it's good. We have some yeah. mystery in our lives. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of failures to learn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what makes life exciting. Yeah. Right? And on that note, yeah, Sashi's been walking around actually showing us time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see any of it. Oops. But yeah, I mean... He's about to put the rancangan tergendala. Yes. <laughs> We're done, guys. We're done. So I think that's the format here. So for those of you all listening, it's, we didn't come to a conclusion here. We didn't. And that's the whole point. We, we gave you different points of views and it's up to you. It's up to you to decide, like, what do you think about this whole topic? Like, I think generally we all had a, a point of, uh, a sort of, coming together saying that each individual just let an individual be an individual but there are certain finer points that are different and I think each one of us owe it to ourselves to ask those questions and that's the whole point of talk to me here so hope you guys all your mind is opened up based on things that we have spoken about hope that allows you to explore this particular topic and maybe it allows you to reframe it instead of thinking about why do man men really struggle to talk about their problems or their emotions maybe it's the reframing that is required maybe we shouldn't be thinking about men or women anymore we should mm-hmm. be just thinking about how do men and women express themselves and with that we're gonna call it I want to say thank you Sashi thanks for joining thank me you. in this conversation Andrew thank you for joining in this conversation we'll do it again soon because uh, you will see them at some point because as we talk about different topics it may relate or we may want to hear that disagreement. <laughs> like I For said. sure. <laughs> and, the, and the whole point is, I guess let's agree to disagree. Yeah. All right. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening in. And I got to do the plug because it's important. Uh, a lot of the research I did while talking about this particular topic, and this is not a shameless plug. This is a real plug because I really did do the research on Nicole itself. It's, it's an app that we have and this program. Thankfully, it's brought, brought to you by Nicole. So uh, if you want to find out more, just head on, head on over to Nicole.app. And if it's your cup of tea, subscribe. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another topic. And um, that time, I can say that it's going to be two bald men in the studio. <laughs> Wait for that. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This has been Talk To Me. Nikki Sharman signing out with Sashi and Andrea.